We may never know, Uther. I intend to live forever. How dare you show your face here? Uh, faces. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at that, you idiot! A lot of story there, a lot of lore. Uh, for those of you who are into that kind of thing, I love you. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Lore, the podcast that explores where we've been and where we may go next in the world of Warcraft. Welcome, everyone, to Live, Laugh, Lore, episode 45, the show that breathes fiery new life into the lore of Warcraft, but we may accidentally turn someone into a barbecue man or something in the process. <laughs> <laughs> barbecue man! Barbecue man! Yeah, that's a weird one. <laughs> Anywho, each episode we will check in, have some laughs, and talk all about the lore of Warcraft. One or two topics at a time. My name is Jin, the aspect of beer and obscure lore facts. And I'm joined by the aspect of pirates and raising our eyes to the skies to observe. Just like Ronan. It's Allie! I proudly accept this promotion to the aspect of pirates. And I thank you. Then looking up, I wanted to find a better way of saying looking up. And I was like, ooh, I know a person who says that. Ronan uh-huh. says look up. Raise your eyes to the skies and observe. But he says Apparently he flowered. has a cameo. Apparently he has a cameo. And I've been told that I should try to get him to say my, my line for uh, Dungeon Hables. I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe. Oh, the voice actor for Ronan. I was like, yeah, cameo. yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, I got it. I got oh, it. Oh, that right thing. The thing with the, the peoples and... The talking. Yeah, yeah. I, I, maybe I should do that. I'll, I'll get on cameo and one person be like, Hey, Jen, can you say my voicemail for me? It's really weird and obscure. <laughs> <laughs> that is really weird and obscure. <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not on cameo, folks. It's nope. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, Allie, um, I don't know if you're on cameo or not, but uh, how have you been up to? What you, what you been doing? <laughs> Not not being on Cameo. Uh, <laughs> I've been doing a few things here and there. Still not quite exalted with Sarah's... That's what I'm doing. Words are hard. Not quite exalted with Sarah's Mortis peoples yet enlightened. That, that, that thing. I have three or four bars to go, so I'm getting there. There's some days I'm just not really feeling it, so I won't do it. And there's other days I'm like... Yeah, let's run some Netflix and do it. It's great. So it just you know, kind of depends. But raid-wise, we are at five on heroic. Is that right? I don't know. Guardian dude, worm dude, the sausage. <laughs> That's three. <laughs> we finally got the the prototype Pantheon down. Oh, well, it's four. We're about to leave them. Okay, so it's four. Not yet. No Lehuvim? No, we've we've no struggled Halandris? with uh, the not yet. Not yet. Maybe this week. We we've been struggling with their prototype prototype pantheon. Yeah, and we also one. haven't actually yeah, it, it is, it is. And we also haven't actually done Jailer or Anduin on normal yet. Because we all decided just to kind of for, at least for now say screw it and go to heroic. Get better gear, go back, right? <laughs> get I get gear. It. Yeah, so that's where we're at. But, you know, we're just, we're, we're making progress slowly but surely. We're, we're getting there. We're doing our thing. And that's about it. It's hockey season for the, in the playoffs and the avalanche are 
doing really well and I'm very happy about that. But this isn't a hockey podcast, so I won't gush too much about it. Let's but see just know it makes me happy. about the Leafs. Hmm. I keep getting those. They're in the playoffs. All They're right. in the playoffs. They go are. Leafs. I don't know no. why. I don't, go Leafs. No. Go Leafs. Hey, Stone. Go, go Habs. Go Leafs. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we, we're already done with our first round. We're, we're chilling now because we rock. I don't know. It just, just know that my team's doing well and I'm happy. That's really all you need to know. It's just... It makes me happy. It's, it's fine. My phone hasn't told me negative news or positive news recently, so maybe it's realized that I'm not actually a Leafs fan because I don't watch any games. <laughs> <laughs> Finally starting to learn. <laughs> like, oh, why are we telling him this? <laughs> there was a time that because I was looking up the Avalanche score, my phone assumed I wanted to know about the Denver Nuggets, which is our basketball team. And while I have fun going to basketball games... I don't actively watch them or follow it too closely anymore. I did back in the early 90s, but it's a different story. And me too, because because oh, Illinois. <laughs> well, see, for me, the 92-93 season, the Chicago Suns were up against Chicago Bulls. The Chicago the Suns were against you mean the Phoenix? No, Phoenix Suns, Suns and Chicago Bulls. Well, you said the Chicago Suns versus the Chicago Bulls. I'm tired. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do remember that. That was good. It's good. It's good. It's good stuff. I believe I watched I was that. Devastated. I was devastated when the Suns lost. I was not because I, I was just was a little Illinois. girl. <laughs> I was a little girl and I was all excited. My team was in, and they let me stay up and watch the games, and 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 I was devastated. And I was not devastated because I was going here. I want to be like Mike. Hmm. What? <laughs> and then I was over there hating Michael Jordan, and I don't think I've ever gotten over it, honestly. So, anyways, this is not a sports podcast. Hey, Jen, what have you been up to? <laughs> Reliving the glory days of the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> no, that was a while ago. When the, what was it? I think that last dance, last dance, I believe, was the the yeah that docu series that came out. It was really good. That. That one thing that did the things with the talking uh-huh. to the peoples. Uh, hey, wait, it was okay. Michael Jordan saying, I took that shit personally. Like, like that one. <laughs> that was that's good. probably why I didn't care about it, because it's Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Libby's going to be getting mad. <laughs> She's like, Michael Jordan's the best. That's right. <laughs> Libby is the only time we're going to disagree, my friend. <laughs> Anyways, continue. <laughs> oh, geez. I don't know. I've been working a lot. Um, Yeah, like a lot, a lot. Like, I don't know, like so much so that I don't even know what else is going on. Like, this is nuts. Um, but like for real reels, I mean, shoot, we got we got the crab dance down. Wow, took down her laundress. That was fun. Nice, congrats. Yeah, I took down that. There's only like four pulls too. We were like, we just like, oh, do it. Wow, do it. well done. Yeah, because uh, apparently there's this, this whole story. It's just it's actually a really funny story. Supposedly, because, you know, during the, the race to World Firsts and all that, and Holandris was, was really hard. It was like 300 plus poles, really hard. And apparently there was the Crab Rave song. Then there was, I think, a Method or one of the guilds. I don't know. They were playing the Crab Rave song on 10-hour loops, and they wouldn't stop until they downed the boss. So a couple people on our raid team decided to do the same thing. They turned on Crab Rave, and they're like... I didn't even have to listen to it that long. What's going on? So I thought that was kind of funny. No, no more crab rave. Apparently I need to pull that up and be ready for this week if we get there. (laughs) Yeah, crab rave. There you go. That's that's how you do it. Anywho, 
Uh, I mean, other than that, I mean, we did some D and D. Oh yeah, we did do D and D. That was that's a good time. Um, I was I was playing a bard as the DM, and I uh, was launching fireballs and then turning swords into flaming swords. That was fun. Uh, and then uh, and then Allie got a whole bunch of a bunch of loot. Mm-hmm. I think you got two I things. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Now you got a cloak of protection and a battle axe and plus a ring. one. Yeah. Oh. oh yes, my battle axe and then the cloak. Yes, the ring went to someone else. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. We we have a we have like a clubhouse now. Yeah, you do kind of have a clubhouse. So, so layer. Yeah. Layer. That sounds like a bad guys. Come on, let's go clubhouse. Come on. Clubhouse. I guess. We'll okay. Stronghold. Casa de Adventuros. Cause you guys don't actually have a <laughs> You don't have like a team name yet. <laughs> Oh, there's, goodness. No, there's no Vox Machina up here or some crap like that. No. 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 Well, anyway, yeah, but it was, was it was a lot of fun though. It yeah. was it was it was a lot of fun. Some good good fighting. There's a giant gorilla. There was barrels that exploded. It was a whole thing. You're like kind of describing Donkey Kong, but all of that was actually correct. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. There was a giant ape, and there was an we, exploding barrel. Uh, it did happen. So Burkhart uh, and I were getting ready to blow it up. With the barrel. Uh-huh. And then it disappeared. It was fine. <laughs> Spoilers. Sorry if you you know, want to like listen to it and find these things out yourself. Well, now you know. Well, you'd be like, <laughs> when did the barrel show up? Beans. Beans did it. Beans did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. That was D&D. was great. But anyway, that's enough of that. We got things we're drinking. What are we drinking? I mean, we were supposed to drink the same thing today, but then that, that didn't happen. So, like, what are you drinking? That's okay. Well, I'm drinking, per your, su- per your suggestion, some dragon's milk. Uh-huh. Because it's delicious, and it's coming in at 11%, which makes it even more delicious. 11%? Jeebus. No wonder yeah, I buddy. Like, let's go to dragon milk. That's why there's only four in a thing. Yeah, let's do dragon milk. And I was like, yeah, I'm totally going to get barrel-aged stout. Well, I didn't exactly, like, skimp. Because I went and got picked up because if you if you are so kind to uh, go on Twitter and see the, the fun little photos that we take of ourselves, because you'll see what I got, which is the Colossal Clod by Rogue Brewing Company. This is a good one. This is the in, Imperial India Pale Ale. All right, this is what Can says. Coming up at 8.2% alcohol by volume. 8.2% if you uh, didn't hear that. Anywho... <laughs> In the uh, in the tradition of uh, flowery fun language, this is a good one. I actually this oh is, do it, please do this it. This is a fantastic one. I, it's the reason why I was like, okay, we this this is a good substitute because it's got a little dragony guy looking on there. It's all it's almost dragon esque. Kind of kind of looks like Gyarados. Yeah, you know, hey. like Gyarados, dragon Pokemon, dragon type. It's okay. Uh huh. Anywho, uh-huh. this says it's been a few decades since a colossal clod sighting has been reported, but we're fairly certain the mass of the sea monster has been laying low off the coast of his favorite brewery. <laughs> Word has it that after years of terrifying sailors and feasting on salmon, he acquired a taste for hops. So we brewed this imperial IPA with a colossal dose of Cascade Chinook. Citra and Stratafafa hops in hopes of coaxing Claude out to join us for a pint. 
What, what, what was that? It was, uh, so they had a colossal dose of Cascade, Chinook, Citra, and <laughs> Stretched <to> Hops. <laughs> That's what it's made out of, folks. Okay. No. It's good. <laughs> Try it. Rogue Brewing Company, if you're curious. Nice. I think they're Pretty in the good. Oregon area. That sounds right. That sounds right. Uh, brewed by Rogue Ales, Newport, Oregon. Boom, I was right. Oregon. There it is. All right. Uh, hey, Sai, get me some. I know you're in the Oregon area. Boom. <laughs> okay. Okay, then. Well, that's it. That's where we're drinking. Allie's got the dragon milk with the, the dragons and the milk and the things. I was seeing if mine's got a flowery thing and it's... I mean, it's got a little blurb about them and how cool they are and stuff, but it's not very flavorful of a text. I think Rogue is known for their flavory text. Yeah, they're a little goofy. Anyway. I like it. Anyway, you got something that you're supposed to say because I said it last time. It's your turn. I, I, yeah, it's it's my turn for words because I'm doing words so well today. I'm just doing all the words so well. (laughs) Anyways. Wow, that took a turn. Hey, hey, do you want to take a turn and support shows that do really awkward transitions and talk about hobbies and interests that you're also into? Do you find yourself talking back to the host out loud or laughing at us while you're listening in the car or riding on the train or taking your dog for a walk? You answered yes to any of those questions or you're just laughing at us. Stay tuned until the end of the show and find out how you can keep this show and our very silly habits going, including a Libby on Jen's head. Yep. It's true. Because it happens too. If you look at his Twitter, you'll see it. It happens. Yes. Anyway, real quick. Don't have a lot to cover. Didn't see a ton of news, but we're going to talk a little bit of ABK news. Just a little bit. A uh, little bit. Just a little bit. Anyway, first up. First up. Hey, New York City is suing. Activision Blizzard, <laughs> specifically, and they're targeting surprise Babacodic. <laughs> One little interesting thing that I thought was kind of funny. Apparently, this is the New York Pension Fund. I guess they're stockholders and some Activision stuff. Anyway, I'm not going to get into the details, but whatever. It's New York City. Blah. Anyway, I just like this headline uh, or like it was the first sentence of an article, not a headline. You get the idea. Anyway, first sentence of an article, it says Activision Blizzard is phasing what feels like it's Eight millionth five hundred and eighty third thousandth one hundred and twenty ninth lawsuit as first reported <laughs> by Axios. <laughs> That's right, Libby. This one's from New York City and alleges the longtime CEO Babacatic, whatever, uh, raced to find a buyer for the mega publisher he has been leading for thirty years to explicitly avoid consequences for turning a blind eye to claims of widespread instances of harassment at the company. And just that right there, I think that kind of sums it up. I completely agree. That's, that's what it felt like to me when you Jason yeah. Schreier or whatever it was like. I mean, Microsoft's buying it. Yeah. Because Kotick, back in, when was that, November maybe, was all like with his, you know, dead demon soulless eyes. If things don't turn around, if we don't fix things, I will step down myself. Don't worry, everyone. About <laughs> that. He's just going to sell instead. Like, so I, I get what New York City peoples are saying here. It, I, I get it. It does feel like he knew that he was going to have to step down in, in if he was going to, you know, 
If there's any weight to his words, which we all know there isn't, but if there was, he would have had to step down pretty soon here because, yeah. Yeah, because talking about him having to step down, the other little tiny little article that we're going to talk about, apparently the NLRB has received another complaint. Because you know how Bobby Kodak was like, oh, if we don't write this ship in a real quick manner, if we don't fix it, I'll step down. Well, apparently their version of fixing things is threatening people that speak out against the company. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh-huh. So, in a little thing, it says, within the last six months, the above-named employer, through a manager, has threatened employees that they should not discuss issues concerning wages, hours, and working conditions on Slack. So, they are basically threatening employees. Oh, guys, you can't be talking about this stuff. No, no. Which is messed up, because actually you absolutely can talk about those kind of things. It's like, that's dumb. So, anyway, I think it's a complete nerd of crap if any of that is true, which it probably is. Yeah, I hope they uh, continue to get in trouble for all of this just really stupid and horrible treatment. Like, really? If it's horrible working conditions, you're not getting paid properly. You can talk about that crap. It's not against the law. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope people keep actually speaking up about it. And that's when, as we're, as we're seeing, that's when change happens. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, in fact, there is a, uh, is this, it, it, what feels like slowly things are changing. I think it was probably a few years ago. I'll just, the quick aside. There was actually a, an episode, uh, I particularly like the show, I don't know if you've ever seen the show, of Adam Ruins Everything. You ever watch that show with Adam Conover? I've seen clips here and there. I haven't watched a whole lot of it. But right. I've liked the clips I've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, one of the episodes was specifically talking about Adam Ruins, I think it was, labor or something like that work or jobs or anything like that and one of the things that they specifically talk about is like it's not illegal to talk about your wages companies just want you to think that it's illegal <laughs> exactly yeah because the example was and this is actually the really funny example is it's like this is how everyone thinks the conversation is gonna go i make eighty-five thousand a year you dickhead you should make less money and here's what would actually happen. I make $85,000 a year. You dickhead. I should make more money. No one cares that someone is getting paid what they deserve. They just want to make sure that they're being paid fairly, too. So, there you go. It's true. Yeah. And of course, companies sitting around going like, you guys can't talk about that. Yeah, we can. What are you going to do? Fire me, asshole? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I will happily take the uh, the severance. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, real quick, not a lot to cover in the ABK news. Wasn't a lot that I was able to find this week, partly because I was really busy with work. So. <laughs> but anyway, with all that aside, let us go ahead and jump into our main topic for today. What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you, what you, what you talking about? Dragons. Talk about dragons. <laughs> Yeah, dragons. Well, I mean, we're talking about a dragon. Dra dragon. True. Well, there's mentions of others and stuff. Yeah, and there's, there's dragons in here. And there's like like old dragons, new dragons. But focusing, dragon. Because, all right. So with the announcement of the dragon flight, Al and I both decided to do several episodes devoted to preparing everyone 
for what you should know going into this expansion. And the first character we'll be focusing on is probably the most obvious, Alex Draza. So there we go. Yeah. Yeah, she's on like the box art or something, or at least like the promotional material. So let's start there. <laughs> so, so we're going to be covering who she is, what has happened to her in the past, and all in one neat little bow. So you're ready for launch day. So you're like, I know who Alex Draza is. Jen and Allie told me. Yep. 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 All right. Yep. All right. And since this character has a lot of past to go over, let's get into it. All right. Boom. Okay. So before we really get into it, you're like, okay, what the heck? Where, where are we going to start? What's going on? Well, in the words from the king from Alice in Wonderland, we will begin at the beginning and then go until we come to the end and then stop. Yep. <laughs> yes. I like that. It's good. <laughs> I was just like, this has got to be a stupid quote that I could throw in here about that. Yeah. And it totally was. All right. <laughs> All right, Allie. All right. Before we get into it, before we get into the notes, who is Alex Straza? Right, tell me in your own words. I want to know who who is she. She is the red as red dragonflight aspect, the life binder. She has had roles in so many stories throughout the lore, not just in the very beginning with everything Galakron and Tyr and whatnot, but you know she's been abducted and used to make more dragons and she has been used and abused and she's loved and she's lost and she is a really big figure in the lore and just in the dragon story in general and I think a lot of her past and just how involved she can be gets lost if you don't actually dig into her story because there's a lot of little stories that if, you, if you're not reading the books or you're not looking at WoWP or whatever, you're going to miss some stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, I would say the majority of Alex Strauss's story comes from the books. That's yeah. majority. That's majority. Yeah. So let's go ahead and jump into some of those books because here we go. Here's the first little bit. So Alex Straza began life uh, like you know some unknown a friggin' time ago, like long time ago, there is no record as to when this took place. All right, even if you asked her, she probably would. She, she's almost certainly lost count. Like, pfft, I don't friggin' know. <laughs> I'm old, really old. So, right. uh, so uh, according to most lore aficionados, uh, they would put it around 125 years ago, is when, not when she was born but when the events of the Dawn of the Aspects took place, right? So, really freaking old. Anyway, it doesn't, we don't even know how old proto-dragons are because, anyway, Alex Straza started life as a proto-drake, proto-dragon. I don't know. It, uh, I don't know I've, I've seen both uses of the words. They seem to describe the same thing. Anyway, proto-drake, that's where she was. And when you read the Dawn of the Aspects, it's kind of funny because they use kind of like weird words and they're they kind of talk in a very like kind of primitive term i think that was just their way of saying like hey they're proto drakes they're they're not super smart they're just the smartest of the proto drakes yeah. right yeah so anyway they dwelled in the frozen north of kalimdor because remember this was well before the sundering so the land was all in one continent at the time now 
before we really proceed beyond this, I actually wanted to kind of talk about this for a second, is the Dragon Isles. If you, if you look at this, it's like 125, 100, it's like, like well before this 100. And if you watch the cutscene, which I'm sure you all have probably many times by now, if you notice, the Dragon Isles is an island even then. Yeah, so that's true. That is one of the things that is probably uh, that I thought was really interesting when I when I was watching the the cutscene and it reminded me I was like oh yeah this it shows because there was a moment where it was showing kind of like the big green ominous glow of the burning legion and everything like that all way off in the distance across the ocean so the, obviously the dragon isles weren't part of the original you know freaking Kalimdor before Malfurion destroyed it <laughs> thanks Malfurion <laughs> anyway. I just wanted to bring that point up because it was one of those things that was just like I kept thinking about. And I was like, oh, I, I need to remember to bring this up. So I brought it up now. That's why. Anyway. Well, and it's interesting, too, because if it's, you know, a Titan facility or whatnot, it's just that's why did the Titans put it there? Hmm. What is happening? Yeah, probably old guy. Maybe God. underneath there. Yeah. Mm hmm. All right. So, let's see, what actually was going on in that time? Well, during the uh, events of Dawn of the Aspects, basically what we find out is that at some point during her life, Galakron, the massive drake that had started consuming other proto-drakes, was terrorizing everyone. Okay, it's freaking, it's Galakron. Galakron was like, literally, it was describing in the book that everyone would run and hide and go dick, like, diving under freaking crevices and uh, whenever... Galakron would show up because Galakron would show up and it was literally like the sun would just go dark because the guy was so freaking big. Alright, it was like, I don't know, smacking my mic big. Like, just, <laughs> just massive. Anyway, so what was kind of going on is freaking Galakron was eating other dragons or Drake, proto dragons, whatever. Just munching them up. Uh, because it was described that Galakron was just. He was kind of like the hungry caterpillar in that book. Yeah. You're talking to a preschool teacher. Yeah. I have caterpillars in my room right now. Of course I remember that book. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the hungry caterpillar was like, oh, I'm hungry. I'm nom, 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 nom. Just eating, 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 eating. That's kind of Galacron. That was it. He's like, oh, I'm so hungry. He's just, oh, God, I can't, can't get, I can't get full. My goodness. And he was eating this, and eventually he's like, you know, I am so hungry. I don't even feel like hunting. I'm going to eat Bob over here. And then he ate Bob, and it turns out that it made Galakron even bigger. He's like, that's cool. And he kept doing it, and he got even bigger. And boom, big, big Galakron because he was eating other dragons. Well, that's kind of the the whole events of, um, yeah, that's kind of the whole events of Down of the Aspects, which was... Oh no, Galakron. And then Tyr was like, hey guys, there's a big dragon. He's going to like eat the world. He's going to get so big, he's going to eat Azeroth. And it's like a, there's like a big, I don't know, mythological story about it. He's just so hungry, he ate the planet. That's what's going to happen. I don't know, that's, that's going to happen. Well, the rest of the keepers were like, shut up, we're busy. And that's actually kind of what happened. They're like, dude, we're, we're doing stuff. There's things. So Tyr was like, I need help. I need help. And he found the protodrakes. Right, Alexstrasza, Ysera, Nazdormu, Malagos, and Naltharian. Oh, all five of them. He found them. And he's like, look, my Power Rangers, we're going to get out there. 
We're a morphin time and shit. <laughs> but before I make you morphin time, you gotta prove you guys are worthy. So they they killed Galakron. They did. They involved a rock and a throat and boom. And then like Naltharian was like doing a flying dragon kick. Literally, because he's a dragon, dragon flying dragon kick. Right into the rock, lodged it in there. Malagos was there too. It was great. He was like freezing it. He's like, you know, you're not gonna cough that up. Well, he froze it in there. It was great. Okay. So they <laughs> killed Galakron and Tyr was like, you guys rock. Like I I thought that I was gonna die. He Literally. Ate, he ate my hand. He ate my hand. <laughs> Speaking of which, he ate his hand. Galakron ate Tyr's hand. Okay. Let's talk about that for just one second. Because bring it back to the cutscene. We brought back the cutscene, okay? Here we go. <laughs> the cutscene. Remember when everyone's like, oh shit, is that Tyr on the throne? Is that him? No. It's not Tyr. Do you want to know how we know it's not Tyr? Guy's made of rock. Tyr was made of iron. Okay? If you look at Chronicle, it specifically says, Galakron ate his iron hand. And you're like, oh yeah. Because remember. I forgot about that. I was just going to say, because he's buried out in Tyr's fall. Yeah, that's another reason. Also a very good reason. Fall. Uh-huh. Tears fall. Tears fall. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh-huh. Now, okay, he ate his iron hand. Now remember, the Watchers, the Keepers, they were the Aesir and the Vanir. And yes, that's North mythology. I was like, ty- I just literally typed in Aesir Vanir, and I was like, oh, crap, this is North mythology. I didn't even know this. <laughs> I thought it was just a Warcraft thing. Absolutely not. They ripped it off. Nope. Yeah, they totally yep. did. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, in Warcraft, not North mythology, these are the original keepers because the Aesir were made of metal. Vanir were made of stone. There you go. Tyr was an Aesir. He was made of metal. Cool. Okay. So this is when Tyr was like, good job, guys. It's morphin' time. All right. I got my belt buckle. We're going to zip a zap. Boom, 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 boom. Like whatever. I don't freaking know. We're going to bust some blue loos up in here. It's going to be great. Uh, and he's like, hey, um, I'm like really cool and all like a with the sword, but I don't really know what this sword stuff is really gonna do for dragons. <laughs> he gets, gets these real little, <laughs> real little arms. <laughs> it's not really, gonna, it's not gonna work. So um, I'm gonna go get my brothers and sisters. I'll be right back. All right, so he goes and gets his brothers and sisters, and they're like, like, hey man, hey, uh, these dragons, they basically did your job for you. And they're like, what? And they're like, hey, remember when I said there was a big dragon that was gonna eat the planet? And they're like, yeah, we were really busy. He's like, yeah, exactly. You were really busy. Well, these guys did your job for you. And they're like, ah, I kind of feel bad. Shoot. Uh, well, we're still really busy, so let's just, like, soup them up. And he's like, yeah, that was actually totally my idea. And then Odin, he spoke up and was like, hell no. Mm, mm, no. He was all against that. We ain't doing that. No, no, no. We ain't doing that. And they're like, yeah, but you guys said we can't help. He's like, well, Yeah. That's still true. <laughs> we got stuff that's going on. So ignore me. Like, okay, that's. But no, we're not doing that. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. No, we ain't doing no stupid dragons. No, 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 no. Anyway, let's see. Basically, he was like, okay, guys, uh, we're going to do it. So anyway, so, so thanks for the help. Tyr got all the other watchers, except Odin, to help him <laughs> make these proto dragons into real dragons and imbue the five of them with some of their maker's titan energy and make them the new aspects. Blah, blah, blah. They're the aspects now. So that's where you get dragon aspects from. There's the titans. Yep. They're like, hey, these these drakes, they're really cool. 
they do flying karate chops with rocks and stuff. And it's really cool. And yeah, it's awesome. These guys are great. So there you go. Boom. So anyway, Freya, we'll start here. Freya, she was like, hey, Alex Straza, life. And Alex Straza's like, cool, thanks. And they're like, by the way, Alex Straza, you're now the queen of dragons. And they're like, okay, cool. I'm the queen of dragons. What's that mean? You're the queen of dragons, obviously. Okay, thanks. So that's another thing that Alex Straza <laughs> is. She is the queen of dragons. All right, next up. Freya also, she apparently needs, needed to double dip or something. She's like, I'm going to get two. <laughs> I'm going to do two. <laughs> anyway, uh, Freya is also like, oh, you got a sister too? Also life, but different. Sleepy life. You, you gonna, different life. You're going to do the sleepy life. <laughs> They're like, what do you mean by the sleepy life? Emerald dream. She's like, what's the emerald dream? Go to the emerald dream. You'll find out. Okay. So, yes, Sarah. She created yes, Sarah too. Peter with help of the nature and the life and stuff. Okay, Freya is done. All right. Now we get Kazgoroth. Kazgoroth. No, that's the Titan. No. Yeah, that's right. It was the Titan that empowered Arcadus. How do you say that guy's name? Arcadus? Arcadus, yeah. Arcadus and Iron Ira, right? Those are the two. Yeah, Arcadus. Yeah. Arcadus is like, Kazgoroth's my boy. He's the guy that made me like the tinky tank. Like, I make things like I'm awesome. Uh, So, hey there, uh, freaking Naltharian. You're going to be death. I mean, the earth water. Uh, you're the earth water. <laughs> and Matheria is like, sweet. I love the earth. It's like, it's where my, all my stuff is. So I like it. So anyway, he's the earth water now. Thanks, Arcadis. Appreciate that. All right. Next up, Loken, because, you know, he's totally a good guy. Oh, Loken. Loken, <laughs> Loken was like, hey, Malagos, I'm going to make you Mr. Magic Man. And nothing bad will ever happen to that or me. Nope. We're going to be great. <laughs> we're totally good guys the whole time, forever and always. Absolutely. There's no there's no link. There's no causation. There's no, no, no. Just the t- But yeah, Loken was like, here you go, man. You are now the spell weaver. Malagos. Well, and then friggin', I think it was, shoot. I think it was High Keeper Ra. Yeah. I think it was High Keeper Ra that was like, hey, man, you want to get messed up in the head? Yeah, I believe that was raw. And last movie was like, wait, what? He's like, I'm going <laughs> to mess with your head, dude. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, check it out. Um, yeah, you're keeper of time now. And now you know how you died. Then he's like, oh, shit, that's so whacked up. Why'd you do that to me? Timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly stuff. Yep. So, yeah, it's like, well, I have the power of freaking Amatul. Now you have the power of Amatul. Have a good time. <laughs> okay, bye now. Okay, bye now. All right, so there you go. That's how you got your five dragon aspects. It was the keepers that were like, we kind of suck at our job. Can you guys do it for it? They were delegating. They were absolutely delegating. Yeah, yeah. And Odin didn't want to delegate, so Odin decided to make his own dragon flight, but with but with people and Vikings and Huggers and Blackjack. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what Odin did. Can you imagine him mm-hmm. in the Halls of Valor? It's probably what was going on. Yeah. It's not far off. He was kind of like Bender. I'm going to go build my own theme park with blackjack and hookers. In fact, forget the park. To make my own. Make my own awesome little freaking Power Rangers. Call them the Valajar. It'd that's be great. funny. Okay, so that's kind of the early life. <laughs> Wait, what, are you, what are your thoughts on the early life? Of the freaking... I'm stuck on 
See, I just give into mental images now of the very hungry caterpillar being cannibalistic and Chris and Blackjack in <laughs> <laughs> the Halls of Valor. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the Halls of Valor. There's lots of drinking going on up there. I'm sure there's some Blackjack and hey, <laughs> some people got to make some money. You know, yeah, that's how it goes. Yep. All yep, right. yep. So <laughs> I, I've actually really always liked the early story of the dragon aspects and Galakron and everything because admittedly, one of the things that got me into the lore beyond playing Wrath of Lich King back in the day was listening to Tavern Cast and they would go over the lore of Warcraft and the part of it was Warcraft. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't do it as well as her. Sorry. The lore of Warcraft. But in that, you know, there was a moment where, you know, she does discuss briefly about the aspects and all of this and who the aspects are briefly. And it just, for some reason, just enthralled me early on. And it was one of the things that got me into the game because dragons are awesome. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I, I like your analogy of the Power Rangers. I know, don't know why I never considered that, but they're all the different colors and it's just, it's, yeah, it works. I think the only one we're missing is Pink. Yeah, Pink's name was Kim. Mm-hmm. Always hated that because I hate Pink. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. We got the we got uh, yeah. We so we got we got the Black. That's Ranger. That's the only one I ever knew. <laughs> we got the Black Ranger. That's uh. We have Green. That's Nothairian. All right, we got the Green Ranger. Yeah, that's Ysera. Um We got Blue. Yeah, we got Blue. Oh, guys, I got guy's name was Billy. I remember that Billy with the he had glasses. Like it was we have a, red. And we totally got red. But, uh, and then we have yellow. Like I guess the Power Rangers must have had six in it. Oh, that's right, because they didn't originally have the green. Green was the buggy guy, bad guy. That's right. That's right. Right. So you swap out, because we remember green. He was a Tommy. He was a bad guy. Right, because he was the Dragon's Sword. Vaguely remember. I never really followed it too closely. What? Come on now. You know Power Rangers? One. Come on. I know briefly of them. It just... I'm just saying. Ranger turned me off. It's the fine. Green Ranger was originally a bad guy. <laughs> freaking Rita. I knew that much. Rita was like, ah, I made my own freaking Power Ranger. Blah. And apparently he, Rita made Yasera. Green Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, we swap out green with pink because we didn't need the pink. It's fine because we'll just say bronze. We don't need pink. We'll just say bronze no, was yellow. No one needs the pink. It's fine. Yeah, we'll just say bronze was yellow. It's close enough. Okay. Um, so yeah, there we go. And then, then we... I don't know. We'll bring in pink for something else. I don't know. That's no, like, that's like no. Captain Planet pink. Heart. Heart. <laughs> no, no one needs the pink. It's not needed. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Okay. So da, 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 da. All right. So next important moment in the life of Alex Raza is during the War of the Ancients. All right. So War of the Ancients. If you don't know, you almost certainly do. This is when Malfurion and Illidan and Tyrande save the day against the evil. Burning Legion and freaking stuff, and you get the idea. Anyway, the Burning Legion invaded, and then Malfurion was like, that's not good. Well, anyway, Malfurion never could have done it if it weren't for these pesky dragons. Alright? Because what did he use to destroy the Well of Eternity? That's right. The Dragon Soul. Now we're going to talk uh-huh. about the Dragon Soul a little bit. Well, the Dragon Soul is when uh, a certain Earth Warder that we just talked about decided to live in the earth because he's the earth warder and that earth happened to be pretty dang corrupted by old gods right these old gods are saying hey Naltharian do bad stuff 
And he's like, okay. So that's what happened. Well, apparently, one of them, I don't know, we'll say it was Nazath. He seems like the tricksy one. He tricksy. He's like, hey, man, what you should do is you should go ahead and make yourself a dragon soul. Call it a dragon soul. And he's like, man, what's that? Like, it's a big golden disc. And when I say big, I mean, it's actually, for, according to you, it's like the, it's like a freaking little grain of sand. This thing's tiny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, we're going to make this little, tiny little thing that even Thrall can hold. Uh, we're going to make it a really small little golden disc. And it's going to contain within it all the power of all the other dragons except you. All right. And you're going to be able to use that to do all sorts of amazing things like kill other dragons. And he's like, sweet. Why am I doing that? Because you're insane now. You're a bad guy now. You're on my side. He's like, oh, I forgot. Okay, I'm a bad guy. Anyway. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just go along with it. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) Not questioning it or anything. So this whole Burning Legion thing was kind of coming on. It wasn't good. Like, it it was real bad. And, like, the dragons are like, there's some bad stuff going on. Hey, remember the Titans? They were like, we should protect Azeroth. We need to protect Azeroth. Okay? So, all of that was happening. And they were like, maybe we should do something about these, these like, demons that are coming to a portal. Like, they don't seem to be from Azeroth. We should, like, kick them out or something. And Deathwing is like, yeah, it's really bad, man. There's, like, a, there's, like some stuff happening. It's, like, really bad. What we're going to do, let me just explain. We're going to make the dragon soul. And they're like, what's a dragon soul? And he explains. It's like, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. So now, because remember, he's like, he's like, he's like a bad, he's like a bad guy at this point, but they don't know he's a bad guy yet. They don't know he's a bad guy yet. He's a sneaky bad guy. He's very, very sneaky. So he's like, hey guys, I got a plan. And they're like, this is a freaking sweet ass plan. So anyway, they go along with his plan and they make a dragon soul. And then, well, anyway, at the part in the story when it's time to unleash the power of the dragon soul, let's just say this is when uh, Mr. Nalthuri and the Earth Warder decides to say, I'm Deathwing Bridges. <laughs> and he goes nuts. It kills everyone. It kills this guy. It kills this. He's just killing everything. Just, just going nuts. And this is when Malagos gets the big sads. Okay, he gets big sads because they're like, that thing's magic. We could stop it. And the, the blue dragons are like, we're gonna stop him, right? We're gonna stop. And the blue dragons are like, doo, 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 doo. blue dragons to the rescue, like a mighty monster or something. Pow, pow, pow. But then, <laughs> then, you know, freaking Deathwing's like. No. No. And he just used the dragon soul. And he pretty much decimated the blue dragonfly to the point where they are... Let's just say they're on the endangered list. Okay? They're not, <laughs> Very much so. They're not extinct, but they, they're they they protected. They're kind of like, uh, I don't know, like the California condor. They're like, they're like almost dead, man. So anyway, <laughs> that's, that's the blue dragons. They were they were big sad. Malago survived, but he, he got really sad. Yeah. He went, went a little... His mental health was not good. It's probably absolutely justifiably so. Like, like, and he didn't get help. So he snapped and went a little crazy. But that's later. He's just got the big sads right now. Just saying. Just like, saying. In about 10,000 years, he's going to go crazy. But but right yes. now, he's just got the big sads. Right now. Yes. Right. He's like... He's, like, he's going to fly away. My whole family's dead. That sucks. Yeah. So he's got the big sads. Okay. And like I said... Justifiably so. All right, so that's the dragon soul. Okay, the dragon soul got created by by Deathwing. Thoughts on the dragon soul, right? Did we cover it? I mean, that's pretty much what happened. No, that's, that's pretty much it. And uh, because of how it was made, and then it got turned into the demon soul, basically meant the other demons could, I mean, the other demons, 
the other dragons couldn't use the power of it. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, it's an issue. Yeah, it's it was issue. very much an issue. So anyway, after, you know, Malfurion used it to... Because, yeah, yeah, at one point, the dragon soul, they went and captured it. Just go read the, the, the friggin' or the Ancients trilogy. It'll explain it. But anyway, at one point, Illidan and Malfurion get their hands on it. Malfurion uses it. Ba-boom. We got the Sundering now. All right, awesome. Well, Malfurion's like, hey, this thing's really powerful. I'm going to give this back to you guys. And it gives it to Alex Shraza. Alex Shraza basically goes and hides it somewhere because they can't do anything with it. They can't destroy it. They can't. This is like, nope, can't do nothing. The best thing they could do is they hit it and they had a whole bunch of red dragon guards guarding it. That's going to come up in a little bit. <laughs> so just, just keep that in mind. Okay. Okie dokie. So they hid the dragons. All right. Okay, so uh, next important moment in the life of Alex Straza is... All right, where were we? No, that's War of the Ancient. We just did the War of the Ancients. <gasps> okay, yeah. Um, hey, remember how we just said Malfurion blew up the world? Because he kind of did, like at least 60% of it. Um, his brother was a big dummy dumb and decided to make a new wealth eternity. <laughs> He's like, hey, you know this thing that like caused so many problems, like... So many problems. Well, let's make another. Let's just do it again. Such a good idea. Such a good idea. So good. So anyway, that's that is the main reason Illidan got locked up forever, right? Like in Sandlot. Okay. So <laughs> that's the main reason why. Um, also, he like killed some people. Almost killed Jared Shadow Song. I. Like, they're like, oh, also die. Nah, this is nothing. It's, it's I mean, fine. I mean, yeah. Just, well, just I mean. Okay, I mean, they would have gave him, like, like three lifetime sentences. That would have been, like, all right, 150 years. We let him out. They locked him up for 10,000 years, all right? Like, that's... I'm just saying. They're like, okay, you kind of almost doomed the whole world a second time. Thanks, bro. Uh, so they locked his ass up. Uh, and to fix this poor thinking on Illidan's part, Alex Straza... Uh, Yastera and Nazdormu, because remember, Malagos has got the big sads and freaking, you know, senior psychopath is off going being Deathwing now. They just said, hey, guys, we got a plan. Uh, Malfurion, you got like, really admitted to the druid thing. Uh, Yastera, she goes to this thing called the Emerald Dream. You've been there, right? And Malfurion's like, yep, yep, Scenarius took me there. It's pretty awesome. Well, it's, they're like, yeah, there's this thing called the Dar- Darlnir, the, like the mother tree. All right, we're going to get you a little, little branch branch from Dyrlnir, and we're going to plant you a little world tree, and it's going to, like, wow. And one of the things that it's going to do is totally going to, like, you know how, like, the demons found your world because of the power of, well, of eternity? It's going to put, put, put a little damper on that. Like, like, like no, can't can't find that shit anymore. So that's that's what they did. They planted freaking Nordrasil up there on top of Mount Hyjal because that's where Dum Dum freaking made the wealth of eternity. Uh, that's what that little lake is underneath the tree when you go up Mount Hagel. Yeah, I was Illidan. All right. Anyway. <laughs> so the big thing was, is Alex Straza, Yasser, and Nazdormu said, and you're immortal now because they blessed the tree. And as long as the tree was standing, the night elves would be immortal. Yeah, there you go. Oh, and also, uh, friggin' Yasser, her blessing was like the druids would be, it would be super easy for them to go to the Emerald Dream. Yeah. Sarah's was probably one of the kind of cooler ones because it was like, hey, you're really easy going to the Emerald Dream. Alex Shraza was kind of boring. She's like, you won't get sick. <laughs> that was it. Nazdorma was like, you're straight up immortal. I'm time. Time guy, right? Immortal. 
<laughs> Time guy. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so that is it. That's just a little thing. They, uh, the little, little blessy bless, the little ominous dominus. <laughs> bless the tree. <laughs> All right. Okie dokie. Now we're gonna we're gonna take this little clock here and like fast forward ten thousand ish years. Okay, ten thousand years. Kind of like in the cutscene, remember where it was like ten thousand years ago. Stuff happened and then it goes. Now that's what we just did. All right, all of that. Okay, so here we go. All in the War of the Ancients. The next time Alex Strauss showed up in the story was the Second War. Second War. Now, hey, remember when I just said, remember that the um, the red dragons were guarding the dragon soul? Yep. Little problem there. Okay. So what happened was, is Deathwing figured out where it was, but he couldn't go get it himself. Like, there was a, some issues with it. He's like, I can't, I can't just walk in there and get it. The thing. So, uh, so what I'm going to do is, these are all world invaders. He's like invader Zims up in here. Um... <laughs> We're gonna we're just gonna tell him where the dragon soul is, especially this guy Necros. Hey Necros, the dragon soul, go get it, go get it. Um, and yeah, they, that's basically what happened. They're like I think he like showed up in his dreams. It was like, Psh, there's a dragon soul. There's like a really powerful artifact. Go get it. <laughs> so they went and got it, and there was some uh, there were some dragons there guarding it. Probably the cushiest job on the planet because not a thing had happened for a very long time. 10,000 years, in fact. And then finally, some invader Zims showed up and was like, Give me that dragon soul. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty much what happened. And, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so they got, they got themselves a dragon soul. And what did they do with it? Hmm. Well, hey, remember I was saying that the uh, red dragons were guarding it? Well, apparently. There was also like this little alarm bell system, like bing a bing a bing a bing, stuff's happening, oh crap! And it was magic, so it's like Alex Straza just heard it in her head, kind of like uh, like Zordon or something like that. It was like, oh, Alpha, get the Rangers or something like that. So, <laughs> so uh, it was like that, and um, Alex Straza was like, oh crap, we gotta go, and uh, they freaking flew their ass to where the hiding place was, and oh. It was probably a bad idea. I say probably yes, a bad idea. Yes, it was. It was a it was a it was a big, big bad idea because the, the dragon soul was now being being wielded by Necros. And he's like, hey, the guy who told me where this thing was kind of told me how to use this thing too. So uh dragon do what I say. And they're like, ah crap, I gotta do what he says. <laughs> oh shit. So apparently, according to the book that this comes from, and this particular book was I want to say this was Tides of Darkness. I believe this was the Tides of Darkness novel uh, where this was taking place. Anywho, uh, what was happening there is uh, even when Mr. Necros himself would lo- just like a little, little tappy tap, little tippy tap right there on the side of the, the dragon soul, Alex Straza would go like, ow, freaking hurts. <laughs> anyway, that's that's kind of how the dragon soul worked. It's a, it pretty much, yeah, it's, it's like a big uh, dragon voodoo doll. Yep. Like you I do. did a number on her. It was pretty rough. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, what did what did Necros do to Alex Straza? Well, hey, remember in the Sylvanas book, mm-hmm, where there was dragons that attacked the Quelthalas, Quel- that area, you know, Eversong Woods and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, 
the, the orcs. They got dragons now. Because they locked up Alexstrasza, and they pretty much enslaved all the red dragons, do what they say. And also they forced Alexstrasza to give birth to more dragons, so they could have more dragons for more attacking of the Alliance and all that kind of stuff. Not good. Not good. Like, like all kinds of messed up. Yeah, it was, it was pretty rough. And if you really, really thought about it and really considered it from Alexstrasza's viewpoint, like, it's... You know, you know, Malagos got the big sads and peaced out. Alexstrasza easily could have gotten the big, the big sads too, and broken after what was done to her and through her. Speaking of the big sads, she'll get the big sads in a little bit, but not yet. Yeah, but it's not. It's not the same. No, not the same. Not the same. <laughs> nope, not the same. I mean, very similar reasons. I will actually point out very similar, similar reasons. reasons. Yes, but. Yeah. Different. Yeah, and it and it makes sense to me actually because and we'll we'll talk about that, but basically Alex Terraza went through a horrible experience of she was she was locked up, she was forced to give birth, and watched as her children were being used as weapons of war. And remember, she's the life binder. She's like, I love life, 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 life. She's like the she is the the epitome of the hippiest of all hippies out there. Like, like she absolutely is. She is stay grateful, my friends. Like live, ride or die. She is like peace, love, and happiness. That is absolutely Alex Straza. I mean, for God's sakes, flowers burst from the ground when she breathes fire. <laughs> flowers, you know, it's like go to San Francisco, put flowers in your hair. That's Alex Straza, big time. <laughs> okay, and then she is basically being forced to be like freaking like a weapons manufacturer for the horde in many ways. And the way she has to do it is really awful and just, just horrible. Um, so anyways, that's what happened to her during the Second War. She was locked up in Grim Batol. That's why there's a lot of dragon eggs there when you go down there, by the way. A lot of dragon eggs. Yes. Yeah. So she was locked up in Grim Batol. Anyway. So, very next next uh, next important life moment uh, is during the events of Day of the Dragon. When Alex Shaza got out. Yay. Good day there. Anyway. Uh, my favorite part about that is um, when, I mean, there was like this whole thing where really what was happening and how she wound, wound up getting out is there were some reports and things. It was kind of like this weird concerted effort between Ronan and Verisa were like going on their covert mission. It was pretty great. I like that. And then there was Deathwing messing with things. Right. Because number one, Deathwing was like, hey, I'm like the Earth Warder, and, but I'm like all senior psychopath now. And I need to recreate the Black Dragons. So in order to do that, to make my new flight, I need eggs. Uh, so he was going to steal all the, the Alex Ross's eggs. So that was, that was part of it. Well, Ronan and Varisa took, took advantage of all that. And when it, the whole thing kind of went down, they managed to nab the Dragon Soul or whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Anyways, as soon as Necros didn't have that Dragon Soul... Alex Strasser got up and she's like, hey, I'm the life finder. I'm the biggest hippie on the planet. And she swallowed that guy whole. She was like, nope, not for you, dude. Yep. I love it. It was so good. <laughs> yeah. She's like, hey, um, I can forgive a whole lot of people. You, on the other hand, nope. <laughs> that's, that's a no for me. That's a bridge too far even for me. <laughs> All right, though. Okay. Uh, oh, at this point, this, uh, this isn't really like a specific Alex Straza storyline. But it, it comes up later. Uh, this is when the Dragon Soul was destroyed. First time. Uh, by Ronan. 
Uh, and this allowed the aspects to uh, drive Deathwing back. So because Deathwing showed up and they're like, Wah! and then the dragon soul got got destroyed. Thanks, Ronan. Appreciate that. Well, anyway, apparently when that happened, Alex Straza, Nazdormu, Malagos, everyone got a, like a whole crap ton of their power back that they hadn't had in 10,000 years. So it was like a bit of a bit of a battle yeah, mess with them. It kind of messed with them for a little while. And they were like, hey, guys, we got a really, really, really bad headache or something. Like we got a lot of power going on in us and it's, we got to we got to figure that out. So they had to I don't know, they take a nap or something. So it's kind of what happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they go take a nap. Well, anyway, so yeah, where we go? Uh, so blah, purp, purp. okay. Mm, all right, there we go. Here we go. This is the next big event in Alex Shaw's life after she's taken a nap. Because right around this time, right around Day of the Dragon, is kind of right before, a little bit after, just like right in the area where we're about to get into classic World Warcraft. World Warcraft time. Yeah. All right. So we're actually in the game now. All right. Well, you ain't getting to see Alex Shaw's in classic. They know Alex Straza and Burning Crusade. Mm -mm, nope, she ain't there. She's taking a nap because she got all messed up from the events of Day of the Dragon. Well, okay, you know who else got messed up in the Day of the Dragon? Malagos. Malagos got messed up with the events of Day of the Dragon, big time. And also there were some Netherwing Drakes that kind of had to play a part in this because in Burning Crusade, there was like the freaking Shadowwing and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, Malagos... He kind of went off the deep end. Okay, so he was uh, he had the big sads, and then he got his power back, and he was finally feeling a little bit better. Well, and then there were some Netherwing drakes, and he ate the Netherwings, and then, then he was like, hey, these humans, they kind of suck when it comes to magic. I'm really good at magic. How about I just take it away from them? Just, just take it away. Well, Alex Straza didn't like this, and this was all taking place during the Wrath of the Lich King expansion. Okay, Wrath of the Lich King. Uh -huh. uh -huh. it's, good. it's coming back. Wrath, Wrath Classic. Wrath Classic, everybody. You get to do this again. All right. Well, anyway, she was sad about it. She was really sad. And she's like, well, I tried to talk him off the cliff. I tried to talk him down. But uh, Malagos has got to die. All right. Let's, let's take him out. Because uh, his plan of taking the plant magic away from everyone by diverting all the ley lines with, you know, all the magic running through Azeroth, all the arcane power back up to Coldera and then to the Nexus and then God knows where probably gonna kill the planet so uh, we can't let him do that can't let him kill the planet so that's why he's gots to go gots to go so anyways that that's that was yep yep that's the eye of the eternity raid yep that's why you killed him yep we kill him and then we get the scene afterwards and Alex Straza basically deals with what had to be done because she was genuinely sad. Like, she obviously didn't want to have to kill him. I mean, he's one of the five aspects, you know, but she knew what had to be done. She, you know, made sure it got done. It just, it still broke her heart. I did what I had to, brother. You gave me no alternative. And so ends the Nexus War. This resolution pains me deeply, but the destruction, the monumental loss of life had to end. Regardless of Malagos's recent transgressions, I will mourn his loss. He was once a guardian, a protector. This day, one of the world's mightiest, 
has fallen. Okay, so Malagos is dead now. Man, Blue Dragonflight just can't catch a break. They really can't. <laughs> can't catch a break. <laughs> nope. Well, we got a real quick one. Real quick. We're not going to go into it too much because, in my opinion, this novel was only meh. It was okay. Storm Rage. Storm Rage novel. Okay. It wasn't terrible, but it was a little like, this is a little wacky. Anyway, apparently this is the one where the entire world went to sleep. Right? Because the freaking Emerald Nightmare was invading Azeroth and everyone went night-night. You ever go night-night? Yeah, they went night-night. And no one talks about uh, it. night No one talks about it. Like, it never showed right? up in Yeah. It's really weird. It's like, hey, remember that one time when literally the whole planet went to sleep? Really weird. Yeah. No one brings it up. I guess it's because they were asleep. I guess it's because they were asleep. All right. Well, anyway. It makes sense. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> it no, went, no, just they were tired and went to sleep. It's, yeah, we're just really tired. Thing. Were you tired? I was really tired. Yeah, that's weird. You were tired? I was tired. Hey, let's go talk to Bob across the street. See what they're going on. Were you tired? He's like, yeah. Were you tired? tired. Like, Shit, we were all tired. What's going on? Who isn't tired? Let's be honest. That's true. We're all a little tired. Anyway. So, yeah, Storm Rage novel. Well, well, why am I bringing up Alex Strauss? Well, Alex Strauss kind of like pops up and helps out. The fact that she popped up and helped out really wasn't that big of a thing. No, here's the big thing. Right. Hey, go go roll up a Night Elf in Classic. Okay, go roll up a Night Elf in Classic and go listen to little like, Hey, you're a Night Elf. You're helping. Tell your soul's busted. <laughs> that's, that's basically what it says. That's why there's yeah. a bunch of satyrs and there's a bunch of little demony things in the Classic. Yeah. It wasn't blessed like Norgesil was. Teljasil was never blessed by the, the dragon aspects until now. Yes, that's right. Alex Straza and Ysera. I don't know if anyone else, but Alex Straza absolutely did. It was like, hey, it's fixed. It's fixed now. You can. Yay. You, you can stop worrying about like the corruptiness, corruptedness, because there was there was like a whole thing. That one, like, got super corrupted, like, like, it was, like, straight up Old God Central up in there in the roots. Like, it was, it was so then Alex Strauss was like, and I fixed it. All right. Cool. Thanks, Alex. Appreciate that. All right. It's like the secret world of Alex Mack up in here. Boom. <laughs> Love that show. <laughs> All right. All right, where we go? We go the Storm Rage novel. All right. Cataclysm. Yep. All right. Obviously, after Wrath, then comes Marriage. I mean, <laughs> first comes Wrath. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. No, cataclysm. Or as the one content creator on YouTube said, Cataclysm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cataclysm. Where the Wargen. Mm-hmm. And the goblins. Uh yeah. So cataclysm. We got we got a lot to cover here. There's it's it was freaking Dragon Central up in here. It was Dragon Central. Yeah. So what the heck was going on with cataclysm? Well, there was like some quests in the Badlands and things like that. It wasn't specifically Alex Straza, but that's where Rhea's last egg and Rathion, that kind of comes from there, all that. So we're not gonna touch on too much, but yeah, Rathion first made his appearance in Cataclysm if you're a rogue. And only if you're a rogue. But all right, neither here nor there. We're gonna we're gonna keep moving. So anyway, let's see. Uh, during a quest line during the Twilight Highlands, we do assist Alex Straza, where 
she almost gets killed by Deathwing. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, yeah. There's a whole thing. Um, I don't know. There's a dude. Uh, Kalen? Kalen? Friggin' Bob? Bob's your uncle? I don't friggin' know. Some other red dragon was like, get her out of here, right? So we like throw on our mount and we get the hell out of here. So anyway. <laughs> and then because okay, there's one point. Yeah, Bob's your uncle. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so at one point, uh, Alex Strauss is like, yeah, I got him, man. Poo, I got it. I got Deathwing. I killed him. And then Deathwing pops back up. And she's like, shit. I thought I got him. That's <laughs> exactly what she said to him. I'm sure. Uh, sure. Pretty close. <laughs> Like, <laughs> if anything, it was like, no, are you serious? Freaking, who the hell could live from that? Got you so good, you little punk. <laughs> anyway, so, hey, Twilight Helens, we help her out. Cool. All right. So that's nothing. Now, this is actually a moment where this is this was, this was actually messed up. Like, I'll I'll tell you all the stuff that had happened. Well, okay. I don't know which is more messed up. The stuff from Tides of Darkness with Necros or this. This because this one's pretty awful, too. Okay, so this is the Twilight of the Aspects novel. And it's not even it's not even like like middle of the book, late in the book. No, it's like like the first couple chapters. It's just it's like, yeah. Hey there, reader. You want some big sads? Let's get some big sads up in here. All right. So what's going on is. The Dragonflights, they got this whole thing. This whole thing where, hey, you remember in Folk and Fairy Tale where they talk about the embrace, right? Where the celestial alignment and all that kind of stuff. And that's probably when Tyr even created the aspects in the first place. Every single time that happens, the aspects have a big little powwow, little meeting. And they say, hey, this has been going. Greens, you good? And they're like, eh, we're all right. Reds, we're doing pretty good. Black, oh. Ignore the blacks. Uh, blue. <laughs> and friggin' at this point, it was uh, Caligos. He's like, we're not. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, we got no good news to report right now. <laughs> like, it's, it's all bad. And then they're like, Nazdormu. And he's like staring off in the distance, like thinking of something else at a different time. And they're like, all right, Nazdormu. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, at this point, they're actually thinking like, should, should we even be doing this anymore? This is kind of like. I don't know. But anyway. Okay, let's let's just skip all that. There was some like some weird stuff going on with the meeting, but uh oh, and apparently uh Corey Alastraz, or Corey, as we like to call him. Corey was uh you know, he's hanging out talking to Alex Straza before the meeting and and he's like he's like, Hey, you want me to go with? And it's like you're gonna open your mouth too and say a whole bunch of stuff that's gonna embarrass me, aren't you? He's like, Yeah, probably. <laughs> And Alex Strasser was like, hey, how don't you, why don't you hang back? You don't, you don't need to be doing that. And he's like, all right, that's cool. So he went down to the Ruby Sanctum. Hey, remember Ruby Sanctum and Wrath of Lich King, all that? You no, know, Halion? Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Well, he went down there and he found out a whole bunch of stuff was going down there from the Twilight's Hammer. Cool. Twilight's Hammer. Remember Trogol? Twilight's Hammer? Kind of psycho. You can go psychopath. They'll kind of work with Deathwing. Yeah. They messed with all the eggs in the Ruby Sanctum. They corrupted them. They basically were turning them into Twilight and or Chromatic. I don't remember. I think it was Chromatic is what they were turning them into. But whatever. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. So, Colonel Astra, Corey, he was like, crap, uh, this ain't good. And he he went 
basically thermonuclear destruction on himself. Um, he kind of like sneezed like inward, but with like a big flamey thing. And then it like caught like his (laughs) flamey pouch and his throat on fire. And it was a big explosion, but it killed him in the process. Just like that. I I don't really know how he did it, but I'm assuming it's like, you know, Brett Dragons, they breathe fire. He probably like sneezed fire, but held his nose and exploded. Like I'm assuming it was something like that. (laughs) Something like that. Anyway, so he destroyed all of the eggs in the process. Destroyed all of them. Alex Straza felt it. She's like, I feel a great disturbance in the forest. It's like a thousand, it's like a million voices called out and they were silenced. No good. Anyway, she got really upset. She got really upset because number one, Coralia Straz, that was her like, that was her guy going all the way back to the War of the Ancients 10,000 years ago. Was. They were like, yes. Well, that and Tyrannostraz, but Tyrannostraz died during the, the Day of the Dragon. Yeah, Day of the Dragon. Anywho, now that Tyrannostraz is dead, Coriolistraz was the guy. Well, he's dead now, too. Very sad. Well, and not only was Coriolistraz dead, hundreds, if not thousands of eggs, pretty much like all of the like next generation of the Red Dragons, were also dead. Because, here's the thing, she didn't know that Cory did that for a reason. She didn't know that the eggs were corrupted. She actually, for a long time, thought that he was he was the one that was corrupted and like maybe turned on them or something. And it just, the whole thing really upset her. So she decided that, all right, all right I'm done. I'm done. It was kind of like that, uh, that meme where Jerry Seinfeld stands up and he's just like, all right, I'm done. And he just, he just walks out. <laughs> that, that was, that was Alex. She was done. She was checking out. She was done. She, uh, she decided that uh, I'm going to go to Desolus. I'm going to die. Cause, uh, Apparently, the only way that uh, she could really die is if she just didn't eat, didn't take care of herself. And she just she just basically went on a hunger strike. Just, just like, oh, I'm done. And she just sat there waiting to die. And it was really messed up, really sad, uh, really horrible. And thankfully, Thrall learned the truth. Thrall wound up telling her all about what actually happened and all the corruption. Kind of, I'm not going to say snapped her out of it because she's still sad, but she was... You know, she realized that Coriolis did it for a reason. It was enough for her to go like, okay, all right, I can actually move on knowing that, you know, he did this for a reason. It wasn't just, you know, he turned on me and then everyone that I loved is now dead. And it just, it sucks. Yeah. So, so anyway, I do have to say that that conversation right there, I mean, it, it came at a time if I remember right where Thrall was having his own, you know, issues. Absolutely. And just... The conversation between Thrall and Alex Straza there, like, I, if I remember right, like, if I wasn't outright crying, I know I got pretty watery-eyed. It was a really powerful conversation, and you could really feel, at least I could really feel it. And if anyone hasn't read Twilight of the Aspects, you might want to read it, at least for that conversation. The rest of it's pretty good, too, go read it, but, but that conversation just, it was really, really good. And it also kind of gave you... Just another side of Alex Straza of what it's like to be a dragon aspect and also more into Thrall and what he has dealt with and how he overcame and all that. And it was just it was a really great conversation. Totally agree. And I will add on top of that, just like there's two books that if you were just like, let me read some novels before Dragonflight comes out. If you haven't read them, number one would be Dawn of the Aspects. That one was actually quite a bit 
because number one, a lot of people think that a Galacron's going to be coming back. You're going to learn more about Galacron and all that kind of stuff because it's Dragonflight, right? Number two would be Twilight of the Aspects because of all this that we kind of talked about. Then on top of that, the big bad at the end of Twilight of the Aspects is actually another freaking enemy that we, a lot of uh, the community is speculating is going to be coming back, and that is Chromagus, right? That is the five-headed dragon monstrosity that has a, a red, blue, black, bronze, and green head. Basically one head for each dragonflight. And uh, they didn't actually kill Chromagus at the end of the book. They basically realized that they couldn't stop him and they just locked him up. And they're like, okay, let's just put him over there on the back burner. So that's another option for bad guy. And actually just today... Christy Golden herself suggested going and reading Thrall if you haven't, because it deals with Thrall, obviously, and Caligos. Yeah. And Alexstraza. So that's another one, too. Oh, yeah. And by the way. Oh, it is Thrall Twilight. I always forget that it's Thrall Twilight of the Aspects. Yeah, I was going to say it's the same book, but I call it the same book. Don't mind me. I know, Laura. Really, I do. Hey, I do a podcast about it because I know s- things. All we're going to say is you should read that book. Because go read it. <laughs> that's also when you get alternate version of uh, Atlas Blackmore, who is actually competent and not just a drunk. And oh, dude, that was mm, yeah, that was pretty messed up. That's pretty messed up. House, yeah, uh, I like that. Uh, that was there's a lot of cool stuff that happened in that um, in that yeah. book. Uh, you get more Teresa Foxen too. Like, and you also get uh-huh. badass version of Teresa Fox where she's like, I'm on cue. Which is awesome. Yeah. That, yeah. Just but a, yeah, no, seriously, it's, it's such a great book and it really does. It will get you ready for it because as we go through, we're going to be helping the dragonfly get their powers back and whatnot. And I think having the background knowledge, I think will make it more meaningful. You meaningful, meaningful to you as a player. I can talk and it's, going to be a good idea. I know I'm going to read it again. Uh, I will probably be reading Dawn of the Aspects and Thrall, Twilight of the Aspects. Both of them, yeah. Those. yeah, yeah. Um, because just so you know, you probably got plenty of time before the expansion comes out. Yeah. Because you got to remember, yeah. we still have season four where they're going to do the whole new cool kind of raid thing and then the whole 925 where we get to play cross-faction and stuff like that. We got lots of time. Take your time. Don't worry. No one's rushing you to read a book, Ashley. It's okay. Sorry about the last episode. <laughs> Take your time. Take your time. But I would suggest reading those two books because they're they're actually very, very good. And uh, Dawn of the Aspects is kind of one of those goofy books where it's actually taking place in the time frame between Cataclysm and Missa Pandaria, I believe. It's like right around in there. Um, because Jaina is interacting with Caligos because, you know, they're kind of a thing. Um, Caligos is, he's kind of going on like a little vision quest where he was, this is before he became the, the aspect again. And he was reliving and witnessing the creation of the aspects through the eyes of Malagos through tears, magic bat belt buckle that he found, um, in the, basically the bones of Galakron. Right. So he found that kind of made him sick. He's like, Oh, it's like, we're real powerful. It wasn't feeling really good, but he kept having these freaking fever dreams of Malagos way back in the day and everything Malagos was doing Caligos was able to see and it was 
It was cool. It's it's a good book. Totally, totally worth it. All right. So we got Twilight of the Aspects. Thrall saves the day by saying, hey, remember your boyfriend for like well over 10,000 years? He wasn't a bad guy. Okay, he wasn't a bad guy. And she's like, you sure about that? He's like, totally, totally sure about that. Got all the, I got the receipts. All right, check it out. Okay. Next up, next up. All right. Uh, they killed Deathwing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. We, anyway, we I, help. We do the spine dance. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can go into a little bit because, hey, remember when I told you Ronan destroyed the dragon soul and then at Night of the Dragon, it kind of came back and then there was like a whole thing. I would not suggest reading that book. That one's a little wackadoo, kind of crazy pants, but also it explains where some of the Twilight Dragons come from. So I mean, yeah, I guess you can kind of read it, but don't expect a good time. Like, honestly, that one was that is probably don't expect a good time. That's probably my least favorite. Uh, of and what all. is the name of that book? Night of the Dragon. Not there you Day go. Of there the you dragon. go. Night so of the everyone dragon. knows. Night. Night of the Dragon. Day of the Dragon's fine. I actually totally enjoyed that one. Um, Day of the or, uh, Night of the Dragon, on the other hand, <sighs> kind of a slog. Uh, anyway, it was just so goofy. <laughs> so goofy. <laughs> anyway, it kind of reminded me of Return of the Jedi in a in a not good way, right? It's like when the, like the Ewoks are like it's like the Ewoks are Iridi the freaking Draenei monk, and you're like, what, what? <laughs> then then you got freaking. Uh, the, the, the rebuilt Death Star, which is the rebuilt uh, Dragon Soul. They literally, it was just like they, they put the shards back together as if it's, it's ridiculous. And then they freaking destroyed it again. So anyway, they destroyed it. Okay, so it's been destroyed a second time. Okay, well, now Nazdorma went back in time and got the Dragon Soul from the War of the Ancients. Then, then they put it back and then you get the idea. So it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Just go, go do the freaking dungeons. Go do the dungeons. First you do End Time, then Or the Ancients, and then... Is the third one? It's the one where you help Thrall. You run back to the... the Dernhold Keep. No, not Dernhold Keep. It's the freaking... You're helping Thrall take the Dragon Soul to the, the temple, right? I don't know the name of it. Not when you're escaping Dernhold Keep. It's when you're... When you're freaking running and you... And it's when you kill Benedictus, right? When he, when he says, POWER! <laughs> The looks I'm getting is so funny. <laughs> I should know. Like, I'm actually really disappointed in myself because I should know this. All right, I'm going to look at this. But my yeah, brain's yeah. not fully functioning, so. Um, dungeons. Yeah, we're good. Any Dungeon Fables listeners, please don't <laughs> please don't shame me. It's cool. I could, I could, totally, I could just edit this. It's I've slept great. since then. <laughs> okay, so in Cataclysm, we had the Nexus? That's not right. Oh, no. Oh, the tides. That's right. Oh, the tides. That's right. End time. Yeah, that's correct. I think it's this one. I think it's this one. Here, here we go. Yeah. Hour of Twilight is the name of the dungeon. Hour of Twilight. Hour of Twilight. So, hey, in the in the dungeon, Hour of Twilight, you help Thrall, get the dragon soul, and you run it over to the friggin' Wormrest Temple. Take it to Wormrest Temple because that's where the dragons are. And it's where Benedictus is hanging out. And he's like, hey, Thrall, what's going on, man? You should just give that to me, dude. Like, I can totally help. And Thrall's like, ah, I'm gonna hold on to this. And then Benedictus says, there is no good. There is no evil. There is only power. 
what he says. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's the that's the friggin' dungeons, and then obviously Dragon Soul. That's the raid. You go pew pew pew, and you shoot the little Dragon Soul, and then Thrall's like, Hadouken, right? And then and then and then he's dead, and then you clip his toenails, and then he's dead again. Um, and yeah, and that that Deathwing is dead. But important point that when you watch the little cutscene at the end, at the end of the raid, they're like, wow, guess they actually had to expend a lot of power to kill him because we were given like these special abilities. Like Sarah gave this whole thing. I mean, we usually started on the Sarah platform. Do you remember? You, you probably started on the Sarah platform too, right? And then I think probably, what, yeah. yeah, I think the last platform we usually did was the, the, the red one. I think that was the, I think the, the Alex Straza one was the last one. Cause that one, cause Alex Straza was, uh, she would, she would burn away all the little, little tint tendrils. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Right. So she yeah, do that. Right. She'd do it in the way the, the tendrils, uh, Nas Dormu would slow down the freaking big little, blah, blah, like the little, like the freaking the bolt, the little uh, thingy blob. And it would slow it down. It was like, wow, 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 wow. That's, that's, you know, like slow. And you keep like, you DPS that down. Ysterra just was like, it was like a tank cooldown. It was like, hey, you take less damage. Right? Right. So we usually started there because every single time you did that platform, you lost the power. So like you would lose the power of the aspects. And then the aspects were like, let be finished. And then they blasted the freaking Deathwing and they killed it. But they had to give up the power of the Deathwing or the aspects. They had to give up the power of the aspects. And then they were like, hey, guys, um, we're not aspects anymore. The did the, the age of dragons is over. Agra's pregnant. So it's the age of mortals now because Agra's yep. pregnant. We, we retire now. <laughs> it's cool, guys. Agra's pregnant. <laughs> we're... New life begins anew. Something like Surprise. That. Surprise. We get, we they get, did not give a spoiler warning. No, they did not. And they're like, hey, hey, guys. Age of Morals <laughs> is over. Um, and now. So that was Cataclysm. Remember, that was like in, in in like the. What is it? In the freaking like in the in game time. That was like maybe 10 years ago. Like maybe 10 years ago. I guess the Age of Dragons and the Mortals didn't last for. I think the Age of Mortals didn't last very long because the dragons are like, you guys are screwing this up. We're coming back, guys. <laughs> yeah, we can't have nice things. Yeah, so I mean, that's Cataclysm. All right, that's Cataclysm. Um, and that was like the big one. All right, so after Cataclysm, there's not a lot of, uh, of Alex Straza and things because yeah, the Edge Dragons are over. Edge Dragons are over. Well, we didn't get a lot. Didn't have a lot, but we did have a couple little things. First one was the trial of Garrosh. <laughs> Where? All right. Um, so on the trial of Garrosh, Tyrande was like, I call to the stand. Alex Strather, the life binder. Oh, and then the crab was like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh. And then Tyrande was like, isn't it true that it was the orcs during the second war that enslaved you to create an entire army of dragons for them right that's how they did it Alex mm. is like yep that happened it sucked and Tyrande's like now how does that make you feel and Alex is like oh, it's a little sad I don't really like him 
It's like, don't you think every single last one of them are a son of a bitch? Don't you hate them all? <laughs> She's like, no, no, just the one. Like that Necros guy. But I mean, Garrus, just, just the one. Give him, a, give him another chance. That'd be fine. I, I like all life. I'm a hippie. I'm a hippie, remember? Peace, love, and happiness, baby. Uh, so yeah, we'll give him another chance. It's cool. Yeah, we don't need to kill that guy. His name ain't Necros. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the name. It's just the name. Yeah, something like that. So anyway, I did have to throw in here a little note in here. I was like, and the testimony of Alex Straza is actually a perfect example of why lawyers actually take depositions from their witnesses before a trial. Because that didn't really help Toronto's case. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's up there. Now, wasn't it true that... It's like, wouldn't you, you, usually you only ask questions that you know the answer to because you already get like hours and hours of depositions with the, right, with the witness. <laughs> Be a little more ready, a little more ready. At least you would think. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think, I mean, in the freaking trial of the century, Garage Health, Health Scream, you'd think they would have been a little more, more prepared. The guy wasn't going anywhere. Oh, wait, he was. Kairos Dormo. Sorry. <laughs> and Rathia. About that. Yeah, about that. Dragons, man. Dragons and everything. It's a pile of ash. That's no, later. In the end. <laughs> in the end. Feels like a uh, feels like a freaking Lincoln Park song. In the end, nothing else matters. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, Garrosh, man. Ugh. Anyway, so yeah, that was a thing. Garrosh's case, it was a big thing. Uh, she showed up and was like, yeah, I don't really hate him. I don't hate him. I mean, it sucked, but I'm like 125,000 years old. Like, that's... It was like a bad weekend for me. Like, <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> All, right. All right. So we're just about caught up to present day uh, because the, uh, as the only moment in BFA was when Alex Straza assisted empowering the Heartforge. All right. So here, Baffler Azeroth, remember, Rathion was like, hey, guys, I'm back. And then hey, Anduin punched him. Everyone liked that. It was good. Anduin punched him. Uh, and then he's like, hey, man, is Zoth's going to come mess with your head? And we got to, like, prepare you for that. And then we, like, empowered our... It was part of the legendary quest line. Uh, basically, we got a whole bunch of dragon scales to empower our cloak to make sure Nazoth didn't mess with our noggins. And, uh, yeah, Alex Shaza was there. And she's like, yeah, I'll totally, totally zoopy zap it, zip it, zap, bop, bop, uh, power that up. Something like that. Just like that. Mm-hmm. zip bop, bop, boom. That's what she did. <laughs> uh... Yeah, so that was pretty much the... I mean, do you remember anything else from BFA? Yeah. I mean, there may have been one cussing where they went to visit her for some reason, but it, it, that was there was just not, not a whole lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll rewind the clock just a little bit because in Legion, there was one little, 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 little bit. She wasn't really there. She wasn't actually there. Uh, it's specifically um, the Death Knight. The Death Knight Mount. If you go get the Death Knight mount, it's a red dragon that you raise. So you like kill and raise a red dragon. Anyway, it's the reason why Death Knights, if you have that mount, Alex Straza is a little, little pissy whenever you show oh, up. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, she always, uh, she's like, what are you doing here, you yeah. piece of shit? <laughs> yeah. So, so, so anyway, so for Death Knights out there that have the uh, class mount, Alex Straza does like you. You're kind of, kind of on her shit list. So, but anyway. it's such a cool mount. <laughs> it was such a cool quest line. <laughs> Come on. Come on. It's okay. It's not your main. It's, it's an alt. It's fine. Yeah. So, 
So anywho, uh, if you're Death Knight and Legion and you got your class mount, mm, she's not happy with you. So, you know, so Alex Straza loves me. Not so much Allie's alt. Not so much Allie's alt. <laughs> totally fine with Allie's maid, though. Totally fine with Allie's It's okay. She's been around for 125,000 years. She'll forgive me. <laughs> I don't know if she will. Right? It's nothing. Uh, well, wounds are still fresh. Wounds are still fresh. We'll, we'll are, you, are you saying I'm worse than Garrosh? Like, what? No, no. I mean, she, I she's not going to eat you. She's not going to be like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> she's just like, I hate you. I'll forgive you eventually, but currently I'm upset at you. All right, fair, that. fair. Yeah. All right. All right. So we got one more little thing that Alex Strauss has done in the, the big storyline, big storyline. And that is obviously in Shadowlands, just a little bit, little snippet snap. And you're like, whoa, 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 Jen, I played all the storyline in Shadowlands. I don't see no Alex Strauss. It's because you weren't playing the Night Fae Covenant. You got to play the Night Fae Covenant. The, the best covenant. The, the, the best. Best the best. story. Best story. Not the best covenant. Best story. <laughs> you have the best story. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, anyway, uh, so during the little cuts, not the cutscene, but during the quest line, when, uh, let's see if I can get their names right. Theer, Theernax, uh, Theernax's husband. Uh, help me out here. Quaterin. 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 You can said Quaterin. I don't know if that's right, but that's how I've said it in my head. I mean, it's spelled with a Q, so it's a little weird. And there's no U It's not Q-U, it. so... Yeah, yeah, it's Q-A, and it just throws me. So, I mean, thanks, Blizz. It's bad enough that you put apostrophes everywhere. Like, this, this is a bad one. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Theon you know, the freaking, uh, the Night Warrior. The, the Night Warrior that turned into a unicorn, and we love him. Um, well, his husband got, got poisoned by... Freaking, what are the, the the freaking little, what are those guys, little guys called? The little, like, gabbling, schniggin, snappins, freaking, the schnorbins, <laughs> the smurfs, I don't know. The smurfs? <laughs> I don't know. The, the, little, s- the little, like, spriggins. I think it actually. Spriggins. I think it actually. Smurfs? We're kind of bluish, weren't they? I mean, I mean it's blue. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. So the Smurfs, they, they mess with him. And then, anyway, they, they, they cursed him. They cursed him. And uh, in order to break the curse, they needed a token of lost love. And they're like, oh, shit. Who's lost the love? And they're like, well, Alex lost her boyfriend, husband, mate, consort. Yeah. Coriolis Strauss. Let's go have a chat with uh let's go have a chat with Alex Straza. And that was Yasera. That was actually Yasera that was like, well, I'm gonna go talk to my sister. She's actually had a lot of loss recently, like a, like a whole lot. So she's got a lot of love that is lost. Um, so hey, maybe she's got like a little like oh, Corey, a unknown necklace with your picture in it or something. Like, maybe, maybe. Well, it turns out, turns out you go talk to her, and she's like, Yeah, yeah, I can help you out. Sure. Sure, I got something for you. Uh, she hands over a little, some little carving or something. I don't really remember what the carving was of, but it was, she basically said that, Hey, um, Ysera gave this to me shortly after we became aspects and I've held on to this forever because, Hey, this wasn't a story about Ysera. This was a story about Alexstrasza and well, back in Legion, she lost her sister because Ysera was Alexstrasza's sister. (laughs) My emotions. Yeah. And um she said that, yeah, Corey losing Corey was rough, but I I've never loved anyone as much as I I love my sister. So 
Alex Raza gave you a little little carving that uh, Yasera had made uh, for for Alex Raza that she has kept for over 125,000 years. And she's like, here, this will probably do it. This is a token of lost love. And uh, and Yasera was pretty moved, too, when she saw it back in the Arden Wheel. She's like, oh, I know this. It's like, thanks, Alex Strauss. You're going to make me cry, too. Oh, my God. It was it was a neat moment. Just like, all right. I'm really yeah. Getting... Okay, I'm getting a little misty over here. <laughs> oh, maybe we do this. Anyway. So that was Ysera and Alex Straza. And they, yeah, they really loved each other. Yeah. That was a really sad moment. And Alex Straza is, uh. She's having a she's having a rough go of it lately. As you can see, she had a rough go of it for a lot of time, but she's been around for a long time. So there it is. There you have it. You're all caught up. That is the story of Alex Strasser. Well, Ta-da! That's not the whole story. Those are the main moments. So, the, yeah, the, the main stuff. Yeah. Yeah. If you wanted to read any of those books, I didn't really spoil a damn thing for you. This is just these are the these are the highlights. These are the nuggets. Yeah. yeah. So there it is. So, what do we think of all that, Allie? What? What? So, Alex Straza. Good. It's 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 interesting because if you just look at cinematics or most of the quest lines, most of the quest lines, you don't see some of this heartache and the things she's had to deal with, and you don't get a chance to consider who she's lost out of the original dragon aspects, like. Kind of, kind of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now Zormu's still there, sure, but there's all the whole thing with Murazon and whatnot and all yeah. that jazz. He's off in his own timey-wimey stuff. Like, and, and it's just interesting to really dig in and see what she's about. And I think she's going to be kind of a big figure in Dragonflight because if you look at some of the art and the shirts and hoodies and whatnot that are coming out on the store on the blizzard store alexander alexandra 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 is her name alexandra is featured very prominently like it's her and her dragon form and then like dragons in the backyard it's like she is she is the queen of dragons and she's gonna be front and center in this expansion I'm a little worried that she's going to die by the end because of all this. <laughs> she's one of the few left and everything. But again, it gives a full picture of what is going on with her and who she is. And it's just stuff that gets lost if you're just looking at the game. And that's why we're here to help. And that's why we're going over them. Yeah. And as you're probably sitting here thinking, you're like, you're like hey there, Jen, you made a joke at the beginning of this episode very very beginning like first lines of the episode we didn't even talk about the fact that she accidentally created Bullfarth Wish the way he is now oh yeah 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 didn't even yeah. didn't even because I mean it was like nothing it's like hey Sylvanas told the, the dude freaking uh, Putris he's like hey make me some blight and Putris like hey I'm gonna make you some blight but I'm also gonna use it as a super inopportune moment and then I'm gonna overthrow all that and then Alex Shraza is like hey alright I'll fix it <laughs> As best I can. <laughs> and then Alex Rosa came in and plow. You see all seen Rathgate, but yeah. You get all that. But yeah, I freaking I should really like the, the story of Alex Rosa because um I'm not gonna say like World of Warcraft does dragons best. No, no, I don't think they do them best, 
But I actually do like their dragons, especially like the dragon aspects and, you know, where they kind of come from. And if you, you learn a little bit about them in the uh, Chronicle and all that kind of stuff. And like, there's also the, I think, in my opinion, if you, if you look at Chronicle, totally not important. I didn't throw it in here, but there's also, you can read about the War Scorn uh, uh, War. The yeah, I don't even remember some scorn that freaking some what, scorn something or the other scorn something war, and honestly, it wasn't even what Alex Straza <laughs> did. It was actually what it was actually what Notharian did, and that was the coolest. He basically created a mountain range just to like lock him in. It was like oh, it's freaking cool. Um, yeah, just, it was. Just the, just the all the kind of crazy stuff that the dragons have done, and Alex Straza in particular, I have really enjoyed what all of it has went through, and also it kind of. Like, you know, Thrall, Twilight of the Aspects is probably one of those books that um, it will. It, yeah, it, it'll really get you because, again, that was a there's another Chrissy Golden novel. And it it's kind of a gut punch in that beginning uh, novel, just how bad it is, because, like, again, this is like super early on in the story, because as soon as she realizes what had happened, she was they, they were actually talking at the at Wormrest Temple. And she just like busts the whole like she actually breaks the top of the Wormrest Temple off and she's like, nope, I'm freaking out. Like I'm I'm done. <laughs> she transforms into a dragon form, smashes the top of the temple off, and just takes off flying. And even Ysera tries to go after her. And remember, we just talked about what happened in Shadowlands, where she's like, I love my sister more than anything. She actually tries to attack Ysera for a moment in here, which now you can see how big of a deal that was and how much pain she was yeah. in at that moment. And it's just, it's just, it was, it was like, it was like, oh my God, this is awful. And the fact that she flew all the way to Desolus, literally the worst zone in the, in the freaking, all of the games, the worst, the worst zone, because it's just, it's just bad. It's, it's lame. It's desolate. <laughs> it's just bad. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, all right, I'm done. I'm, I'm going to die now. I'm going to die now. She just laid down and die. It's just like, wow, what a way to go. Because it's like, she didn't have any other way of checking out. She's like, nope, I just gotta sit here and wait. Gotta sit here and wait. And what an awful way to die, too, if you think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Just horrible. Horrible all around. And the fact that she had to go through that. And if you also think about, like, like when she had to kill Malagos. Like, like if you hear, like, if you go to go around that raid, what she says at the end of it, she's just like, she's like, I didn't want to have to do this. She didn't want to do that. She probably didn't want to have to kill Deathwing either. Like, that was, that was her. Right. Yeah. That was her brother, right? For, for thousands of years they were they were buds and she had to basically pull the trigger to kill him right it was just i mean and <laughs> it's it kind of you know brings another kind of like i don't know it it adds a little bit more weight to it when you run you when you're trying to go go do your mount runs and everything like that and you're running the dragon soul raid and Alastraza says, they're my, they're my clutch no more. Bring them down. Right. And you're just like, ooh, that's rough. It's, it's rough. It's rough. Like if you really, I mean, sure, like it's rough, but if you really put yourself in her shoes, then you can feel just how rough that is. Yeah. Cause he's basically like, yeah, go ahead and kill my kids. Those are my children. Yeah. Yeah. You can kill them. And it's just like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's horrible. I mean, uh, a lot of the stuff that she's endured um, over the, the years of, of having to deal with all this kind of stuff. It's it's one of those things where it's like, I wonder, I wonder what it must be like to be an aspect. 
to live as long as she has to sit around and just think like I mean I, I think the easiest way to explain it it's kind of like Cypher in The Matrix where <laughs> he's basically yeah. sitting here going why oh why didn't I take the blue pill uh-huh. I feel like I feel like that is Alex Straza going, why yeah, oh why I did I that. take the red pill? Because it's like, yeah, I'm the I'm the, the dragon aspect. I'm the protector of Azeroth, but living this long, you also experience a whole lot of pain and it never gets easier. I've been through some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What she says. Yeah. And on top of that. One of the things that we will be learning about, probably in future episodes, as well as when Dragonflight actually comes out, there was apparently an actual, you know, contingent, the wing group of the proto-dragons that were not interested in what Tyr had to offer. So when Tyr was like, I'm going to make you dragons, there were some of them that said, Galacron was right. And they were like, Team Galacron. And that's actually one of the first raids is there's like the uh, elemental uh, elemental empowered um, proto dragons that we have to take down. They're almost like the the aspect versions of the, you know, the dragons that didn't decide to become dragons. They were still proto dragons. Yeah, I honestly had forgotten about that group. Yeah. I don't know why, but I did. But I, I did. Well, it's because it hasn't come out yet. <laughs> well, yeah, but like. Like we've talked about like semi recently, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. More information around the dot of the aspects, you know, kind of thing where it's basically yeah. saying like, hey, um, when Tyr was like, I have this belt buckle and Zordon and Alpha, we're going to make, make you Power Rangers. It's going to be great. Um, well, that's when that's when there was a whole bunch of them like, we don't want to be Power Rangers. We like who we are. You know, everyone says you know, everybody, everybody is beautiful. Why are you trying to change me? Hmm? Are you trying to change me? I am beautiful just the way I am. Stop it. <laughs> right? So they were just like, no, we don't want to be dragons. We want to be proto-dragons and we want to be the best damn proto-dragons we could ever be. Well, there you go. And that's what they go. decided to do. And then we had to put them down. Eventually. Well, we haven't done it yet, but we will because it's a raid. Yes. And we've never, I don't think I've ever been in a raid where we didn't put them down because it's a video game and that's what we do. <laughs> murder hobos. Yeah, because we don't have player housing, so we're absolutely murder hobos. <laughs> I don't have a house. I don't live anywhere. I just, just, just vagabond, just travel the world, go do whatever. But I guess the closest thing to a house I have right now is my covenant, where my, my little table is. My, my the only closest thing to a house I have is a garrison that I never visit. <laughs> garrison. I have a place in Iron Forge I picked out, but that's me. Uh, I did at one point, but I forgot where it is now. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot where your home is? Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, I've been away from home for so long. I was just like, it's just like, I don't yeah, remember. I get that. Yeah, I don't remember anymore. I'm sure someone moved in. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so anyway, any other thoughts on Alex Straza? Anything else? No, that's pretty much it. Just, it's good to take the time to dig into our story. Yeah, absolutely. 
she's a very interesting character, and uh, you can expect to hear more about uh, some of the other characters that we realize we may need to uh, revisit in the future. So, yes. All right. Well, with that, that is where we will go ahead and jump right into your job. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Hey, remember how earlier I was awkwardly like, hey, end of the show. Hey, guess what? We're at the end of the show. It's part of the show where we say a quick thank you to all the patrons that support us and keep the show going. If you'd like to support the ranks, if you'd like to join the ranks and support us and the show and all of our silliness, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash live, laugh, lore. And our top patrons, we have John M., Sarith, Ikus, Nadun, Mari, Postamat, Mud, Chris Miller, Judging Master Burke, and Dracorus. Thank you to the top patrons and to all the patrons. Absolutely. Y'all are amazing. You're amazing. Yeah, you're wonderful. You're wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. So thank you. Thank you so much to all of you. Well, anyway, it's time for us to do a little bit of this. Stories. There's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story. Yeah, you damn right. Uh, anyway, I just got a quick one today. Quick one. Because, um, you know, past couple weeks, I will admit, not a lot of good news has been coming out. Like, they'd say, hey, the news. And we're like, hey, tragedy. Uh, hey, more horribleness. We're like, ah. <laughs> That's what it felt like. And then also, like, I work at my friggin' bootay off. Um, but anyway... I'll just say, uh, in light of the pretty horrible news that had been coming out of the Supreme Court and kind of all that and all that kind of stuff, I, I thought it would be a good idea to find a positive story revolving the same kind of thing, right? Kind of a little, little law Yeah, yeah. A little law-ish, but, uh, but good. Good news for change. Right? <laughs> good law-ish. <laughs> right. You know, like for example, good law news would be the fact that, you know, Katanji Brown Jackson is uh, going to become the very first uh, African-American woman on the Supreme Court. Speaking yeah. Which, speaking of which, let's, let's talk about another African-American woman. Yeah. Haley Taylor Schlitz. Haley Taylor Schlitz. She is old enough to vote, but she is not old enough to drink. Soon, though, she could be representing clients in court. At 19 years old, Schlitz is about wow. to become the youngest African-American to graduate law school, according to a new release from the university. Holy crap. 19. Can't even imagine. 19 and about to graduate law school. I was like, I saw this and I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Okay. Taylor Schlitz was accepted into nine different law schools across the crunchy when she was 16. Wow. Accepted into nine different law schools at the age of 16. Imagine that. Like, I barely can, I can't imagine that. <laughs> I can barely figure out how a car worked at 16. And she's over there going, right? like, oh, man, I got you covered. Wow. All right. But she chose to attend Southern Methodist University Dedman School of Law. All right. So, and here's, here's, here's the other fun thing. Just another fun thing of like, it's amazing when you get great parents because, hey, great parents can make all the difference because here we go. Her path to law school was, wasn't was conventional, obviously, because she was 16 when she could have... But anyway, then there's... <laughs> all right. 
When her previously uh, high grades began to slide in fifth grade, according to the magazine which come from Essence, her parents went to the school to get to the bottom of the swift change. When her mother, mother suggested she was bored and needed more advanced courses, the administration disagreed. Disappointed in the school's response, her parents decided to homeschool her. Now, the quote here is that many girls and students of color are left out of our nation's gifted and talented programs. Uh, Taylor Schlitz said in the SMU release, that's the, uh, uh, where was the, the uh, Southern Methodist University, right? <laughs> right, SMU. right. Uh, Society will lose out on the potential scientist who cures a major disease, the entrepreneur who starts the next Amazon, and so much more, all because of their gender and or skin color. She finished high school when she was only 13 years old. Can't even imagine. 13, (laughs) like, I... Wow, okay, finished high school. Okay, 13, and she's like, done. All right. By the age of 16, she had her undergraduate degree from Texas Women's University and was headed to law school. So it's, it's not like she was like, hey, I'm 16 and I'm going to apply to law school just willy nilly. No, she already right. had a degree from Texas Women's wow. University. Wow. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Wow. Yeah. So it's, this is one of those stories where I'm like, what am I doing with my life at 37? What am I doing? Good lord. Not this, apparently. Yeah. Not this. <laughs> All, right. All right. At first, uh, Taylor Schlitz wanted to be a doctor. Then she realized she wanted to uh, fight inequality. Mm, I wonder why you think that right now. Mm, all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, her experience as a person of color who was denied a chance to enter the gifted program sparked a fire in me, she told the Birmingham Times. Just a year later, in June of 2020, Haley was elected to serve as a delegate to the Democratic National Convention. At 17, she was one of the youngest delegates at the DNC that year. Wow. There you go. That is impressive. I'm I'm I I, yeah, I found I came across the story and I was completely blown away, especially at 19, 19 years old, going to be graduating. You're still figuring out life and how to be an adult at that point. Yeah. Like I said, there's just some people that just, they just get it. They just, they just, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then there's me on the World of Warcraft podcast. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> hey, I bring entertainment to the masses. It's okay. How you doing, masses? Exactly. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was just, I was blown away by this and I just think it's freaking awesome. So. Uh, like I said, like I said, friggin' hey, with the news from uh, Katanji Brown Jackson and also the this news of Haley Taylor Schlitz graduating law school at nineteen. Holy crap! I just thought wow. this was totally worth Good. totally worth bringing up. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. All right. Any other thoughts before Good. we get out of here? Let's get out of here. Do you go to law school now? That'd be cool, but. I can barely keep up with a law podcast rather than <laughs> law school. Thank you so much for listening to Live Laugh Floor. If you have a topic or a question you'd like us to discuss, send us an email at lizlafflorecast at gmail.com. 
If you want to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash livelaughlore, and you can keep the show going for as little as a dollar an episode. You can watch Ali live on Twitch Sunday nights over at twitch.tv slash and you can watch Jin Monday nights at twitch.tv slash joint. You can also follow the show on Twitter at live underscore laugh underscore lore. You can follow Jin on Twitter at joint, and you can follow Ali at AliAndersK. Meanwhile, be kind and take care. Woo! That's a show!